This is I Rock with Rockstars, hosted by Ryan from I Rock 93.5. I mean, there's like 20 tickets left from it being sold out, which is awesome. I mean, people are excited for you guys to come. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time we came up around those parts, but uh, yeah, the, the, the tour's going to be amazing. I mean, uh, we've been trying to put this thing together for quite a while, so uh, yeah, glad to we get to uh, come up there, and uh, even if it is snowing, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll make the best of it. <laughs> we always do here. Uh, now, have you uh, played before? Have you gone out on tour before with either Skillet or St. Asonia? Yes, we've done a tour before with Skillet. St. Asonia we play with as well. So, I mean, we're all friends, and uh, which makes it a lot easier from the start. So, uh, obviously, I've talked to uh, Adam and John, singers from both bands, and we're, we're all pretty pretty psyched about this tour together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like, uh yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of another tour that's happening uh, right now, that, like a rock tour that's this good. I, I think, uh, yeah, if there's any tickets left, I think maybe people should grab them. Yeah, that's what I tell them. Every time we play one of the songs, it's like, you want to see them, your time's ticking. So, I mean, you, you exactly. said you played with Skillet and St. Asonia before. <clears throat> Whether it's bands like that that you yeah. have played with before or somebody new, are you still at that stage where you're like, I'm going to sneak out and watch some of this. Or are you just in the back getting ready? No, I mean, it's definitely watch some of the shows. I mean, it's, uh, it's about five, six weeks long. So, you know, I'm sure we'll get out there. You know, I'm sure there'll be some surprises too. I'm not sure what skill is doing, but I, I have a feeling I know they're going to do some, something really cool. So, uh, yeah, I definitely going to go out front and watch probably, uh, Sony and Skillage for sure. Talking with Tyler theory of a dead man. I mean, so we just talked about the tour, you also have, obviously, the new song that we're playing, Dinosaur, and then the album that's coming out March 17th, also called Dinosaur. So you're kind of busy right now, huh? Yeah, this is kind of where it all starts. I mean, after this tour, we actually go to Canada with uh, Disturbed, and then uh, we've got a whole summer of shows planned, and then uh, we're already starting to book stuff like uh, Europe in September, and then there is some uh, some rumors of potentially doing this tour again uh in the fall so uh yeah it just keeps going and going so yeah it's going to be a great kind of cycle and after everything that's happened in the last couple of years this is uh it's all finally coming to fruition so yeah we're going to be busy this year and, and uh really looking forward to it yeah but it's a lot better to stay busy like this than like you said we were a couple of years ago not being busy at all <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wondering if it's going to happen again. <laughs> Are we going to have a tour again? But yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're counting our blessings, man. It's uh, it's fun to be back on the road. But what's crazy is like we played some obviously some shows. Uh, we just got back from Australia, and it's it's just like no time has passed when we see each other. So that's a, that's the good news, you know. Uh, and it will be fresh. February nineteenth. It's like one of the first shows on tours. Yeah, so, I think uh, we're. I think we might be day three, uh, something like that. A lot of energy on stage. Yep. Well, and you know, the other nice thing is, for some people, uh, that's the Sunday night, but then that Monday is President's Day, and some people actually get that as a holiday. Not us, but some people do. So you know, they can they can go hard on uh, on Sunday night. What time do you have to get up in the morning after that show? Uh, like six ish. Oh man. Well, maybe you know, maybe just stay up. There, there you go. I like that idea. That's all. Oh. I'll give that a try. 
Uh, Tyler, oh, Theory of a Dead Man on the phone with us. So you mentioned you were like, you know, I don't remember the last time we were there. Well, I, I do remember. 2017, you played Rock the District uh, with actually the same guy that works the, uh, the venue that you're coming to this time. Same guy that put on Rock the District. So you're no stranger to the area. You were there in 2017 and 2013. And I know you played our Mississippi Valley Fair as well. So, you know, when you come back to a city more than once like that, do you start looking in a crowd and be like, I remember that person? Yeah, oddly we do. Like, it's uh, definitely do some double takes sometimes. You know, we got some hardcore fans. And uh, also, like, when we go to cities, uh, sometimes you – you pull up and you're like, oh, I remember this place. And then like me and Dean, the bass player, we like to kind of go around town and check things out. So, uh, if you got anything we, we, we should do around town, let us know. Cause we always like to get out there and, and see what's happening before we have a show that night. Well, it is February 19th in the quad cities. So it all depends on the weather. <laughs> I threw out the uh, question to a couple uh, listeners and I said, Hey, you got anything uh, for Tyler that you'd want to ask? And I got a couple here. Uh, Lori chimed in. Lori said, I guess it's not so much a question. It's more of a statement. She said, would you ever go on a tour again with Nickelback? Because that would be a killer show. So Lori wants to go wants you on a tour with Nickelback. Uh, I, I, I think that would be great. I think a lot of fans would, you know, I think our fans are Nickelback fans and vice versa. So uh, you never know. I wouldn't count it out. I actually ran into those guys a few weeks ago, just by chance, at a Whole Foods, ironically. <laughs> uh and it's always great to catch up. We uh, we don't talk often, but uh, we're always seem to be touring and, and and never really get to play together. So that could be that could happen one day. Maybe we'll have to make it happen. What's your uh, go to at Whole Foods? <laughs> My go to? I don't try to go to Whole Foods too much. It's I call it Whole Paycheck. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's always a few things that uh, that I like love, like the. the the peanut butter they make is amazing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I usually just stop in there to get a few things. I, I don't rarely go in there and get like three hundred dollars for groceries, which is usually a few red bell peppers or something. Say, so three, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, three hundred dollars of groceries. You're barely filling a bag. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, but they do have this crazy like palm reader thing now. You know, where you just put your palm over and you pay for it with your palm. Pretty cool. Uh, of course. I mean. Why you know? I guess if it makes it easier, but there's going to be conspiracies that you know they're they're collecting all your data. Yeah. Well, what you know? Yeah. Soon it'll be your eyeball or something. Who knows? I'm I'm down. Whatever they want. They'll know exactly (laughs) what kind of pepper that you want the second you walk in the door. That's right. So uh, Matt, another listener, he chimed in. He wanted to know. He said, "Hey, what was the inspiration or the influence for the song World Keeps Spinning?" especially the video, because he said it hit home for so many people, including himself. Oh, man, that's like one of my favorite songs uh, that I think we've written in a long time. World Keeps Spinning, that was off our last record. Um, I think it's just about uh, a lot of people can relate to just being in a, in a bad place and, and being in a, in a dark place and, and maybe feeling just kind of alone. And uh, it kind of sucks to realize that even if you... You know, something bad happens, but no one will really care. It's kind of a dark song. But, uh, you know, I think it can also be uplifting because there's a lot of people that feel the same way. I think, you know, if you feel alone or feel like you're in a bad place, just know that a lot of other people feel like that, too. And I think that kind of makes you feel better, as odd as that sounds. You know what I mean? 
I think a lot of people over the last couple of years have felt that way and they struggled. Uh, but when you find out that everybody else is struggling too, you go, really? Uh, and then it kind of makes you feel a little better. But yeah, we'll keep spinning. I was, uh, that's one of my faves. You know, when I listen to a lot of what you do, you have a lot of very storytelling songs. You know, whether it's this one, Dinosaur, Medicaid, you can hear the story throughout the song. When you're looking for your inspiration, is it just everything around you, or do you specifically try to go to a place to say, here's kind of where I'm writing from right now? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I love telling stories. Uh, actually, sometimes when I write a song, it is... Uh... I do actually picture what's happening in, in the song. So uh, I actually kind of almost picture the music video as well. It's almost like comes to it. I've always loved TV shows and movies growing up. My family is just like obsessed with movies. You know, me and my dad would watch movies and then we would just like say the lines before the people in the movie would say the lines. Like, you know, we just kind of silly like that. But I don't know. I've always kind of approached songs like that. You're right. And just kind of tell stories and, and, I love almost like trying to create arcs with characters and stuff. And yeah, so I, it's, it's very, it's kind of exciting for me to try to try to write that way um, rather than, I guess, the opposite, which is just kind of slap some words together. I don't know. You can, you can put the metaphors in there and, and make people kind of interpret the lyrics in, in a way that they might, but it's also good, like you said, to say like, hey, this is this is what I'm talking about. And here's the story of it. Now, have you ever thought about taking it next level where the entire album is kind of one big story? That can be really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could eat almost like, uh, you know, the who with the pinball wizard, you could do something where you have one character goes throughout the whole, the whole album. That's actually a great idea. I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to say I created it myself. I, I give you full permission right now to run with it. That's yeah, actually a great idea. Just, yeah, I never thought about that. Give us cool. just at least you know give us a uh, the the world premiere when the song comes out so we can play it here first. That's all. I don't, you got it. It's a deal. Well, let's talk about a little more of the uh, the new album that's coming March seventeenth. We know we're going to hear some of it uh, when you come to town. Obviously, dinosaur and probably ambulance as well. Maybe you'll play a couple other ones. But uh, what else can people expect on March 17th when they bust open that whole album? Uh, I mean, you're going to hear songs that are similar to Dinosaur and Ambulance. You know, it's a lot more kind of riff rock on this record. Um, we have amalgamated some of the sound from our last two records with the older stuff, but it really felt like an older record, this one. So I, we try to tell people, if you like kind of the older theory sound, I think they'll like this one. But yeah, definitely more upbeat record. Uh, tempo-wise, uh, uh, yeah, I think we just had a lot of fun on this one. It's not as it's not as dark. I think it's a little bit more tongue-in-cheek, uh, and not so much of the world keeps spinning kind of songs, which is a nice kind of re- refreshing thing for for the band. I mean, I I think that is also just a place where a difference from 2020 and 2023. 2020 was a dark place. 2023. I mean, everything should be tongue in cheek at this point. Yeah, and that's kind of been our whole thing. We kind of, kind of, I think in 2008 found a kind of a niche for ourselves, which has worked for a long time, and, and just really going up on stage and having fun and having music videos that are fun. I, I know uh, 
dinosaur, I really wanted to make sure that video was kind of silly and, and fun, like something like Blow or Bitch Came Back. You know, those videos we've done in the past were just like not so dark and serious. So even though we do have some dark videos and songs, I, I like to have kind of the, the dynamics. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think uh, going forward, let's just have some fun, man. Even if it's going to be snowing, have some fun. <laughs> you can still have fun in the snow. Putting out the new album, albums are still a thing in the rock world. You see other genres not doing the full albums anymore and just going towards that that single mentality, you know, putting out a new one every two, three months, something like that. Do you see the rock world or even just yourself going in that direction or are you still a, you know, put out the album kind of guy? Uh, it's definitely going to go in that direction. And, you know, it's not really up to us. There is going to be some, like, I'd say some, some hardcore fans that are always going to want to have albums, always going to want to have something, like you said, tells a story, maybe from front to back, you know, like something like a, a Bohemian Rhapsody, like if it's done on purpose. But you are going to see a lot of bands, including rock bands, starting to go more of a single route, just because that's just what how people digest music, unfortunately, now is uh, if they want something, they want something fast, and then they want something else, like half an hour later. So you got to be able to potentially give it to them. I mean, uh, and we're down to do it, but we'll see. You know, I. I, I was talking to a buddy last night and we're starting to see things like people are starting to already get kind of tired of a lot of stuff that's going on and wanting to kind of be more nostalgic. Like I love that vinyl is huge. I think it's cool. There's a lot of people that are buying vinyl and, and they, they want to actually have something that they can, you know, hold in their hands. I, I love that. That's, that's, it's cool. Cause I grew up on it. So yeah, we love to continue to put out records, but uh, we'll see maybe in the future we'll, well, before the future gets here with the uh, just singles every couple months, you first work on that 45-minute full story album. Then then we'll worry about that. That's right. <laughs> One long song. It could be good, dude. That could be actually something really cool. You know, it could be the last, the, I, the, you know, the coda of, of albums for us. I think there are certain bands that could pull it off. I think you, with the way that you write and the way that you tell stories, I think you could pull it off. Uh, you know, to me, I have always thought a band like Tool, very different, but, you know, their songs are already 12 minutes. Just make five of them all kind of go together. They could pull it off. So there's bands out there I think could do it. 100%. Yeah, I think they kind of already do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I really actually like the idea. I'm going to mention the band. We should probably get started on it ASAP. <laughs> March 18th. <laughs> exactly. There you go. March 18th. Deadline is set. So, as I mentioned, you've been here uh, for Rock the District. You've been here at our fair. This will be the first time you're playing at the Rust Belt. For those of he- us here in the Quad Cities that have not seen you live, tell them what they should expect here in the next week. Well, it's going to be loud. We're definitely going to bring more production than we've ever had before at some of these shows. So, we're excited that we, we invest a lot of time and, and, and money into into our staging and, and production and lighting and stuff like that for this upcoming tour. I think skill is the same. I think they're really invested some time and stuff. But yeah, it's it, I love that it's the package, right? It's not just us; it's the whole package. So we really kind of feel like the package fits so perfect that you you get something with skill and something with us and, and Sandersonian. So. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think that we're going to really also focus on just playing, playing the hits. Playing, I think we're going to get a little nostalgic and, and try to play a lot of stuff off the scars and souvenirs and just give people what they want. Well, I mean, I was already going, but I think you just sold those last 20 tickets, so I'm officially going to say sellout. it's official we'll we'll call it uh awesome man tyler i appreciate you jumping on the phone with us and uh yeah we're a week away from having uh having you here and i know that we are all looking forward to it so my man it's uh it's right around the corner so yeah i'll see you there yeah tune them up and we'll see you in a week appreciate it tyler you got it man i'll talk to you soon